I'm Mike Prowse, and in today's solo travel podcast, I had hoped to take you on a fascinating journey through our nation's past, challenging some long-held notions and setting out some pretty solid plans for where we, as a nation, go from here. However, I forgot that I'd been booked to do some food festival in London, so I had to go and do that instead. And I can confirm that as I record this, I am dancing. Listen to this episode and you'll find out why. It's time for me to start editing this podcast. I will begin with this introduction, then cut to a recording of me one hour ago running. Okay. When the organisers of the Future Foods event contacted me six months ago and said, Mike, we want you to do an episode promoting our food festival. I said, I thought the media's fetishisation of the food industry was an environmental disaster. They offered me 400 quid, then I said yes. Once the cheque had cleared, I forgot all about it. Until today, when my phone reminded me, and I realised this is the last day of the event. I grabbed a few essentials, drove to London... And I'm now legging it to the venue, with about an hour to go before it closes. All I have is the clothes I have on, this recording device, and my skipping rope. I panicked. In an unprecedented prowse challenge, I now have 59 minutes to record, edit, and upload this podcast. And if it's jeopardy you're after, I am now in serious danger of having to give back that 400 quid. But don't worry, my usual high production standards will not be affected. I pride myself on my ability to... Mike Prowse, the holiday man who does things on his own. There's a real array of... This week's podcast is brought to you by the Future Foods Festival. It's all about food and the future. Yay! Will you please be quiet? I am recording. I'm recording. The first thing I'm feeling as I look at the stalls around the hall is really immense hunger. In my rush to leave the house, I didn't get time to eat. I forgot my cash card and I've not been able to buy anything. I had a small breakfast eight hours ago and that's it. Looking at the programme, there's a real array of innovative foods here. The NHS is promoting these new throat swab hobnobs, an AI-powered peanut that changes flavour according to your mood, and a 90s-inspired scotch egg. Not sure how that works. My first priority is to get out among the stalls and hoover up some free samples. Now, looking at the first aisle, it seems that everything's gone. Metal trays sit forlornly empty, their intriguing futuristic contents already eaten in the past. Now, what's that over there? Looks like this stall has some samples left. Yes, let's go and see what's on offer. We go. Our patented algorithm has calculated the best present for the UK's hardest to buy demographic middle aged men. Cheese that tastes like classic albums. I bet it's a plum cheddar called Purple Rain or something. 
Oh, there's one free sample left. A Stilton, which apparently tastes like the Stone Roses first album. Well, I'll give it a go. Here we go. I don't see how. Oh, oh, it really does taste like the eponymous debut album of the Stone Roses. It's like I can taste that the drummer wants to leave. This week's podcast is brought to you from London's Future Foods Festival. I've just tried some cheese that tastes like the Stone Roses. Excuse me, can I just get through there? It's a little quieter here. Now what's this? A specially curated drum and bass cheese board. Oh wow, it's a whole range. Sign says, try these for Ronnie size. This goldy flavoured brie is timeless. What's this one? This manchego smells like LTJ Bukum. Here's the guy. Sorry, I'm okay, thanks. It looks great though, looks great. No thank you, I will starve before I eat drum and bass cheese. Oops, the bloke heard me then. He's a bit offended. Best to move on. So hungry. There's a few empty stalls here, just the sign and the blurb. What's better than an apple? The apple apple. The apple that tastes like two apples. Some butterscotch angel delight, genetically engineered to taste like strawberry angel delight. And what's this? We've got diagonal spaghetti. I can't eat any of that, obviously. My esophagus is vertical. So what else is there? Our scientists have calculated the optimum apotheosis of future foods based on data sets assembled by laboratories across the globe, blah blah blah, let's have a look. Oh my god. It's a pork pie. Just a simple crusty pork pie. Let's try that. Mm. (coughs) For God's sake. It's got a USB port. Just headed into the corridor and looking through the programme, I can see a packed schedule of talks and seminars, which I, of course, have missed. One of them was, what now for the sandwich in the 21st century? Now, any sandwich aficionado will tell you that the story of the sandwich starts with one man, the Earl of Winchester. This aristocratic polymath made it his life's work to invent a quick and easy snack food that could be eaten hot or cold. Unfortunately, he found that this ceaseless research left him with no time to indulge his favourite pastime of gambling. So he came up with a new invention. A robot earl who would take on the heavy work of gambling away his vast fortune. He named this aristocratic automaton the Earl of Sandwich. While Winchester worked on this snack concept, the robot Earl gambled relentlessly. It was during one of these week-long casino sessions that the automaton grew tired of his gaming partners needing to stop play to eat. In his grating metallic voice, he ordered that a piece of meat be placed between two slices of bread and brought to each of them. Thus was the world's first sandwich created. The enraged Earl of Winchester sued the robot Earl, arguing that as its creator, he was entitled to the credit from its invention. Alas, he lost. 
was bankrupted by the costs and was reduced to pleasuring strangers at the back gate of that same casino. His fee? One sandwich. Still on the hunt for some food. Oh, bloody hell, it's the drum and bass cheese bloke again. No! I don't, I don't like drum and bass. You can't make me like drum and bass cheese. I'm sorry. I'm okay, thank you. The Future Foods Festival at London's Olympia. You've just missed it. I'm hiding from the drum and bass cheese man, still starving. I'm staggering around this vast cavernous hall, looking at a wasteland. But there's a very impressive display here for Wagyu beef without the food miles. Of course, authentic Wagyu beef can only be farmed in Kobe, Japan, leaving the environmentally conscious beef aficionado with a dilemma. How to enjoy the delicious marbled flesh without incurring the thousands of food miles taken to ship the product to the UK. That's where this company comes in. They've located the exact halfway point between the centre of Britain and Japan's Hyogo Prefecture. It's an atoll in the Pacific. Having farmed and slaughtered the meat, they then fly it to the atoll. This reduces by a whopping 50% the product's food miles. They then fly the customer to the same atoll to meet the beef halfway, as it were. Good to see food companies taking a stand in these difficult times. I'm getting towards the back end of the hall now, where up on a platform is what's billed as the Experimentarium. A look but don't touch peek into what food will be like a thousand years from now. Just up the steps here and it's cordoned off. I can see a few of the food world's great and the good over there as the after party gets going. Gordon Ramsay, Prue Leaf, Hamburglar. And I can just make out one of the displays. Wow, there's lots of free samples. Just can't quite get there. Hang on. I've still got my skipping rope in my pocket. If I can fashion this into a kind of lasso... Bit of distance. I think I got something. Oh, come here, I don't care what it is. Mm. I think it's that 90s Scotch egg. What does it say? Relive the decade of the Super Club with an Ibiza tinged Scotch egg that makes you dance for an hour. Right. I can already feel the kind of involuntary movement starting at my gullet and working its way to my feet. It's quite unlike my normal dancing, it tends more to the lyrical. These moves are kind of vigorous, yet elegant. It's really quite remarkable. I'd quite like to stop now, but I'm pretty sure this is me for the next hour. Now look, they've got a DJ booth over there. Looks like the party's starting. Right. Well, I'd like to thank Future Foods for inviting me to cover the last 15 minutes of their event. And I now have four minutes to edit and upload this. While dancing. But I technically did fulfil my contractual obligation to them, and they're not entitled to a refund. Oh, they've just lit up the DJ decks, and what's that? Oh, no. It's drum and bass cheese, man. No. 
don't want to dance to this. I don't like drum and bass. Stop. This is wrong. Have you got any stone roses? I've got to edit a podcast. Do not join in. Get back. Do not join in. I'm still hungry.